0: We discussed the power, the power to stand alone when others are gone, using the three mighty men of David as an example of what is expected of us in the realms of the Spirit. Adino, the Tacmonite, one of David's mighty men, lifted up his spear against 800 men. And never dropped the spear until he accomplished the purpose of God. Eleazar, the son of Dodo stood against the Philistines when the men of Israel all ran away, and through him God wrought great victory. And then Shama, Shama the son of Agi the Ararite. He stationed himself on the battleground when all his people fled from the Philistines. And again, the Lord, the Lord wrought great victory through his hand. It is a common saying that an apple doesn't fall far from the tree. These three mighty men did not become mighty overnight. They actually came to David as rejected, dejected, weak, discontented, and unreasonable men. For 1 Samuel chapter 22 verse 1 to 2 says, So David left Gath and took refuge in the cave of Adullam. When his brothers and the rest of his father's household heard about it, they went down to him there, verse 2, and all All who were distressed or indebted or discontented rallied around him and he became their leader. About 400 men were with him. These broken men must first learn how to stay in the company of another man who had the anointing of God upon his life. They stayed with David. They stayed with David when he was nothing. They stayed when David had nothing to offer or give to them. Friends, David had no motivation to give to them because he needed motivation himself. He had no position, no position to give to them because the position he was anointed for was still difficult to realize. But they stayed with him. They stayed with him. In their rejection, they stayed. In their pain, they stayed. In their discontentment, they stayed. They stayed with a man who was also in distress. They stayed Stayed with a man that was tagged an enemy of the state. David was tagged an enemy of the state. They stayed with him. They stayed with a David that Saul so desperately wanted to kill. A wanted man. A man on the assassination list of the nation. They stood with him. And in the process of time, in the process of time, (laughs) in the process of time, they all became mighty men. And their names, their impact, their testimonies, till today can never be forgotten. Can never, 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 ever. It. They developed the capacity and ability to stand when others ran from the enemy. They learned supernaturally dangerous skills on the go and developed courage to confront the enemy in the caves and wilderness as they stayed with David, their commander they stayed they stayed your capacity to stand alone to stay alone when others are gone is developed through your ability to stay with men and women that god has ordained to support to help to train to challenge and compel you to grow and move upwards oh i will say that again your cap to stay alone, your capacity to confront the enemy, to develop spiritual stamina and capacity, spiritual stamina in your prayer life, spiritual stamina in your study life, spiritual stamina in your sacrifice, in your giving, in your uncompromising lifestyle, your capacity to stay when others are gone is developed through your ability to stay with me men to stay with women that God has ordained to support, to help, to train, to challenge and compel you, force you, push you to grow and move upwards. Our generation has produced very few strong men with the capacity to stay alone because We have raised people who are constantly on the lookout for comfortable, easy, and nice places to stay. We want people that will celebrate us even when we have done nothing. We want people that will clap for us, clap for us when they should be telling us compelling us, disciplining us, want people to celebrate us. I celebrate you everywhere. Everybody is being celebrated. When will you stay in a place where you are being trained, disciplined, compelled, challenged to move forward? Oh, people don't want to be corrected in our generation. Oh, even the... The, the basest, the weakest, the most unserious of men wants to be celebrated, wants to be clapped for, wants to be, to be elevated for doing nothing for doing nothing. That generation cannot produce mighty men. Oh no! Oh no! A generation that will produce a mighty generation, a mightier generation, must be ready. Must be ready. Ready to stay. Ready to be disciplined. Ready to be corrected. Ready to be challenged. Ready to be rebuked. Ready to be built up. Ready to be pushed forward. Ready to be compared Held to do the will of god are you part of that generation the distressed men in death who stood with David in the wilderness became mightier they became mightier and more powerful men more powerful men than people who lived and walked directly with King Saul in the palace are you, are you listening to me there were men who stood who were in the palace all those who stood with Saul Imagine, even David himself, a boy that was alone in the wilderness, when he came, all the men that were trained in the palace, trained, they went for, just imagine, they have gone for all manner of international posting, international training, international exchange program. None of them could confront Goliath, including Saul, their king, as a boy who stayed alone in the wilderness. Who had learned the principle and the protocol and the processes of supernatural tactical warfare that came out with his sling to confront a goliath wow the following points are critical to keep in mind this morning as i conclude by the grace of god power to stand alone is transmitted into you as you submit yourself obediently in the place and to the people God has been anointed to build, to train and impart spiritual discipline into you. Too many Christians are not disciplined. They are not. An undisciplined generation cannot confront the enemy. An undisciplined generation cannot carry cannot sustain the power of god men who will carry the power of god mighty men of god people that will become mighty in the kingdom must be men disciplined in all areas of life in their marriage in their words in their character in their mind in their association discipline discipline to do what to stay 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 under god's constituted authority for their life david had no comfort to offer them no he had no comfort to offer them was cave to cave wilderness to wilderness no he had no comfort he had no no i mean these guys were with vipers where we were confronted i mean that was david's lifestyle he he was constantly meeting with lions and bears that was what he had to offer these guys he had no comfort to offer them but he had skills and experience to Teach his men. There are men in your life that don't have comfort. Men around you that don't have comfort to offer you. Yes, they do may not even have money to give you. They don't have any position of affluence to give to you. But the skill, the skill, the grace, the spiritual strategy, oh, that will sustain you in the days of battle is with them. Mmm. Stay, humble yourself, forget about the comfort and with them stay with them oh yes you could not give them money at the time you could not give them fame at the time you could not give them whatever the common generation probably could not give them followership on their Facebook and on their Twitter but it could teach them tactical methods that will collapse the giants of the enemy what David taught his men in the wilderness could not be taught by Saul in the palace. Oh yes, I know my generation love comfort. My generation love the beautiful, nice places of the world. They love to be celebrated for doing nothing. But sir, it is more dangerous, much more dangerous to hang around the palace of Saul where you are not taught and employed Powered to stand alone in the days of battle than to stay than to stay in the caves, wilderness and desert where you are trained to confront the lions and the bears of the world. The bears of the world. Whether you like it or not, the lions and the bears will show up. It's a matter of time. So what survivor skill do you learn in the palace? What survivor skill do you learn on Facebook? Spiritual survivor skills. What survivor skills are you learning right now? What tactical strategy have you learned? Following and jumping from this place to another, following motivational speaking, following that speaking, following that. Some people are just constantly chasing shadows. They are never chasing the real thing. Oh, there's a motivational speaker here. Oh, there's a prophet giving you a word there. Oh, there is a, a, what's it called? Oh, there's a prophetic word for me. Oh, I mean, you need to be solidified. Men who are constantly looking for a prophetic word don't rise to become mighty men in God's kingdom. Those who are constantly seeking the face of God, not for a prophetic word from a prophet, are those who rise to become. Because those who are constantly seeking the face of God pay the price in the wilderness, pay the price in the caves of Adullam, pay the price hopping from one place to another with their master David, with the one that God has given to them. David had no prophetic word to give anybody, but he had strategies, he had Strategies. He had survival strategies that he could impart into them. And that was why these men will raise a sword. Oh my goodness. Those who stayed with David, some went down into the snow, into the snow, into the snow to kill a lion. I remember a couple of years ago, or probably last year, I can't remember which of the years, there was such a heavy snow in the Netherlands. Such a heavy snow. It was on a Saturday night struck Sunday morning and the government issued a warning that nobody should go out and to be honest, it was, it was cold red, cold red heavy, the snow was super, in fact, in fact you can't even walk in it and that morning the Lord said to me will snow stop you? I want you in church. My wife told me, oh, tell me please I said, okay, let me examine it a bit. I remembered You know when I put my feet in the snow, of course it was cold. Of course it was terrible. Of course it was dangerous. But one of David's mighty men, the Bible says, went into the snow. Went into the snow to kill a lion. (laughs) Oh yes, oh yes. Second Samuel chapter twenty-three, verse thirty. Beniah. Beniah, son of Jehohadiah, a valiant fighter from Kabzeel, performed great exploit. He struck down Moab's two mightiest warriors. He also went down into a pit on a snowy day and killed the lion. My goodness, he went down to you know in the snow where there 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 was no grip. To fight with a lion that has natural grip. And he killed a lion. So what was my excuse? I cannot walk in the snow. When mighty men of David went into a pit. No way of escape. No way of escape. To confront a lion on a snowy day. And he triumphed over that lion. That's why they became mighty men. I'm not saying disobey government rules and regulations. No I'm not. No I'm not. If the Lord is speaking to you. But when the Lord spoke to me that day, I walked. I did my prayer walk of five kilometers in that snow. In that snow. When I got to the church and I fell on my knees to thank the Lord. Of course, I fell. I stumbled. But the Lord said, keep going. When I got to the church that day, the Lord said, look behind you. I can never forget. Look behind you. I looked behind me. What did you see? I saw all white apart from my footprint. And the Lord said to me, from this day, you will leave impact on the sand of time. Brothers and sisters, my life has never remained the same till today. Oh, brothers, (laughs) comfort is a killer. Oh, yes. It does. Mighty men don't rise out of their comfort zone. And check the history of men and women who triumphed and became mighty men in their own capacity before God. Even in their businesses, even in their education, they were not men given to pleasure. They were men, men who were ready to pay the price. This man, David's mighty man, they learned, they learned everything. The mighty men of David were, they were used to being left alone. Leah is left alone. They were trained by a man who learned the principle of staying alone, alone with the Lord in the wilderness. David's mighty men, they learned forgiveness. They learned forgiveness in the wilderness. They learned faithfulness in the wilderness. They learned the principles of honoring God in the life of David. They learned how to sacrifice in the wilderness. They learned how not to quit in the wilderness my friends are you in the palace of saul or are you in the cave of adulam are you in the palace with your soul learning nothing but envy but jealousy but learning how to how to kill kill those who god has sent to you to preserve you is that what you are learning in the palace how to kill those that god is raising how to how to to damage those that god is using how to speak evil of those god is god is god is raising in this generation how are you growing you cannot make it all the Amobiaras of saul died with him his sons died with him saul himself died listen you cannot be raised in comfort Comfort of life you cannot be raised when you want everything to revolve around you around your own thing around your own idea And yet go out there and confront the enemy and win. No, it's not possible David was raised in the wilderness. These mighty men were raised in the wilderness. They learned forgiveness They learned humility they learned service They learned loyalty in that wilderness. They saw David their master come face to face with the enemy saul and yet refuse to kill him that is discipleship they learned practical forgiveness practical even one of david's men was begging let me strike saul once and david said no how can i do that it's impossible david still said i will not kill the anointed of the lord that is humility at its highest level that is meekness that is love Practical. oh my god what have you learned so far my dear friend what have you learned are you in your wilderness with your the servant of the lord that god has ordained over your life with the people that god has challenged you or are you in your own world with your own soul in the comfort of life and seeking to destroy others with your tongue with your manner of living anything that that, you know that is not that does not all go well with you becomes a problem these men learned how to sacrifice they learned how not to quit in the wilderness my friend Once again, I ask you, are you in the palace of Saul or are you in the cave of Adullam? Power is transmitted in your wilderness. It certainly will not look great. It will not look nice. But for sure, you will leave the cave as one of the mighty men of God. The story is not different from our Lord Jesus Christ. The first place the Spirit of God drove him to after his baptism was the wilderness. He was there for 40 days. He was there alone with God. But when he returned, he returned in the power of the Spirit.
1: Just remember we're standing in the valley of decision and the adversary says, Heal me. Just hold on, all over, show up and he will take you through the fire again. Oh, here's the key to church. I-, I know within myself.